Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she'll be sharing about how to uncover the client attraction gap that's keeping your business from soaring and how to close it. So let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She's a dynamic business owner, speaker, and podcaster who's on a mission to help businesses thrive. With a wealth of experience in market research, consumer insights, and innovative marketing strategies, she knows what it takes to attract high quality clients and grow revenue. It's what we all want to do. She's passionate about helping entrepreneurs have better relationships with their ideal clients. And as the self-proclaimed quiz queen, she's an expert at asking the right questions to attract the best clients and boost growth. And I'm so excited to really delve into this more. She's got three decades of experience in the corporate world, and she is dedicated to sharing her knowledge and expertise with others by applying her cutting-edge marketing strategies. She'll help you make it easier for your ideal clients to find you and start a conversation that leads to long-term success. So, so grateful to have with us here today, Catherine O'Leary. Catherine, it's great to have you today. Thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and I can't wait to get started. Absolutely. So Catherine, you know, as we talked about in our energy connection before, you always have those before I have anyone come on my podcast. My podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur. So I always ask all my guests, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? I think for me, and and I've had some time to think about it since since we talked last, I think for me, it's really trusting my intuition. Mm. So really trusting in that, you know, that inner knowing and um, and listening to it, because for a long time, I think with my education, with my upbringing, with, you know, the corporate world, it gets that that voice gets very small and very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a little while to to hear it again and then to trust it. Um, and I find that the more that I trust it, the better that my business does and the happier that I am uh, because I'm actually kind of creating from soul and from and from soul's purpose. So that that's been a little bit of a journey. But for for an entrepreneur, it's, I think it's really critical. Well, I love that. And I'm from corporate America as well. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, I I really feel that it's it's something that, um, you know, in the past has seemed to be, you know, people will call it woo-woo or they'll call it, you know, soft skills, but it really is such a powerful, practical skill set. And I'm sure there were times in your corporate uh, life that you did have that come through. And those were probably times when you had some of your greatest strides, right? When you have that, when you really did listen to that voice. 
when I did listen to it, great strides. When I didn't listen to it, great regret. Yeah. Um, oh, I love so. that. That <laughs> that, uh, that is a powerful, powerful energy there. So I want people to really soak that in. So Catherine, can you share one challenge that stands out that you face? And typically people say just one um, that's helped you to activate that more in you. I th- yeah. So I think I'm going to go back to like really activating that intuition um, mm-hmm. and that voice. It, it took a long time for me to even name it mm-hmm. and, and be able to understand what that, that, you know, that, that feeling was that gut reaction was. Um, but it's, a, it's sometimes a struggle to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that road that it's, it's kind of dri- driving me towards is the road that looks a little harder and, trusting that and really kind of delving into that and, and kind of letting go almost like, you know, like, let go and let God, um, is that's something that I struggle with daily. I think. (laughs) Mm, Sure. Absolutely. We all do. Right. So it really feels like that's, you know, I always like to kind of look at, you know, what you wish you knew then that, you know, now, and I, I mean, it, it seems like it's coming to the forefront that sort of the theme is about really listening to your intuition and listening to that guidance, but it can be very challenging because oftentimes our guidance might be taking us down paths that just don't look logical or look scary or look harder. Is there anything else that can you, you wish you knew then that, you know, now that you'd like to share with our listeners? I would say that the power of your expertise, your insights and, um, and your intuition all together, that is a, a powerful force that I don't know that people really tap into enough. Mm. So there were a lot of times in corporate that I should have spoken up and I let things slide, or I thought that my way was going to be, you know, laughed at, or that my ideas weren't, you know, right. Or the people around me were too smart or like much smarter than I was. So, you know, I couldn't speak up. And I think that really having that ability to stand in your own power and to be like, you know, to stand up and say, look, I think this, and you might not agree with me, but we can discuss, but this is what I think that, you know, it comes from trusting yourself, comes from trusting your expertise, comes from trusting your authority. Um, and, you know, having that confidence, I think that that's a bit of a challenge too. Mm, absolutely. So that's a great segue because we're going to talk about how people can activate more confidence in attracting clients by really better understanding the gap. And I know you have, um, I think you said uh, four gaps, something like that, but we're not going to be able to get into all of the gaps here today. So I did want to just kick off this idea of if you could share with us sort of gap one and, sure. and how that can really support people because to activate the confidence to attract clients, to have um, our business be successful and our lives be successful and serve all of those that we're really called to serve. I mean, we really do need to be able to attract clients to have these conversations with and be, you know, one-on-one or one-to-many or whatever it is we're, we're offering. And so what is that first gap, Catherine, that you'd like to share? Yeah, so I think that that really... What entrepreneurs, what I have found um, since leaving corporate is what entrepreneurs are facing is uh, 
a little bit of uncertainty in in how to <laughs> talk about themselves, talk about their their expertise, talk about their solutions in a way that actually connects with their ideal clients, you know, in a systematic way. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, Sharon, but I know that I've spent a lot of time on people that are unqualified. Oh, for sure. You know, kind of the the tire kickers and the freebie seekers, if you will. Um, that, that they can they can take up a lot of your time in your business, and you really don't have that time. Mm-hmm. So, how do we close that gap, and how do we attract, uh, you know, really? only our ideal clients or or attract high quality clients. And there's, you know, what I found is there's typically there's about, there's four gaps that that businesses tend to fall into. Um, And they might have, you know, one or two of these gaps, but, you know, primarily they have one of them for sure. And the first one is really understanding your ideal clients, what I call the 3 a.m. question. So what is that that 3 a.m. question that your ideal clients are waking up in the middle of the night that they were wishing that they could solve uh, or they're desiring? So it might be, you know, anything from I wish I had a million dollars or I wish this would go away or I wish I weighed less or I, I wish I, you know, um, looked younger, whatever, whatever that is. But what is that 3 a.m. question um, that they're waking up with. And, and there are two keys to that. One is you need to understand what that 3 a.m. question is in their own language, right? Not in our language, because oftentimes the problem that we solve for, we're on the other side of. Mm. So we've already gone through the transformation. We've already you know, encountered the benefits and lived through that. So we're not talking the same language a lot of the times anymore as somebody who's actually, you know, in the, in the midst and in the kind of the, you know, the dark space of that, that problem. So what is their language pattern? What is their, like, what do they wake up and what's, you know, if they're jolting awake at 3 a.m. or they're, um, you know, what's their two wines in conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do they say about their problem? Because that's the language that you want to tap into. Um, and, and that's what's going to attract them to you because if you can solve that 3 a.m. question for them, which you can because you've got a whole business around it, um, then you know you just you just kind of need to stop the scroll. You need to grab their attention and say, "Look, I have this solution. If you if you are struggling with this problem, like let's let's talk about the solution to it." So really understanding that 3 a.m. question about. And here's the other, the, the second point. So in their own language, but also of your ideal clients. Mm, so yes. not everyone and their brother, right? Like, not, like you, like those, those entrepreneurs. And there are a lot of people out there where they say, well, my offers for everyone, everyone can, can benefit from my offer. That might be true. It's just that if you serve everyone, you serve no one. Because you end up being a jack of all trades and and you actually don't connect with anyone in a deep level. So even if your offer can can solve, you know, problems for a vast majority of people, actually dig down and dig deep and understand who you want to deal with, who your ideal client is, right? So it may not be, it may be, you know, that yes, your offer can, you know, solve for 
three or four different big groups, but what group do you want to work with? And, you know, and lights you up and gets you excited. Cause you're going to get on a call with, you know, Sharon, my, my ideal client, you know, yay, I get to get to work with her today. Cause that's what you want. You want to yes. build that business around your ideal clients and attract them to you. So, you know, making sure that you're, you're looking for the 3am question that those people are asking. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so do you have any suggestions about how people can, I know that you have an amazing gift you're going to provide for us and it probably delves into this more, but just um, just anything you suggest, maybe people can begin to start doing to get kind of clearer on that. I, I loved how you shared that it needs to be those ideal clients. So they really can lay out, well, who is my ideal client? What are those problems that they're solving that I really feel just really jazzes me and excites me? You know, I'm a fire to be able to support them. But is there any suggestion you have, maybe one step so that, that they can take in just this first gap? Yeah. So there are, there's a ton of information out there. Like it's almost information overwhelmed that you can go in and start searching for what your ideal clients are looking for. So sure. when they, oh, you know, if you think about, think about like, um, a little bit of a role play, if you will. So your your client jolts awake at 3 a.m. and they they grab their laptop and they type in what into the topic line mm. of a Google search, mm. right? So you know what what's your topic? So you know why why can't I, you know, get out of this roller coaster ride of you know not making enough money one one month and then you know making lots the next month like what like how do I get through the ups and downs of revenue mm-hmm. or like you know like you can play around with your topic and see what people like how, so when you go into google search and you put in that the topic you can see how many people searched for that topic you can see how what you know what people also asked about that topic you get to see what ads are running on that topic. Um, and and then you can kind of play around and say, okay, did I get the topic right? Like, do I have, like, is that hitting what my solution actually, you know, does for people? Because that's how you refine the topic that they're searching for and get to that language of what they're using to find you. Yeah, I love that. You know, and I would also say, I mean, if we do have clients, right, you can ask those clients, Kind of like, well, what 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 was it that you know that really inspired you to work with me? You know, what what were those key things? Because oftentimes we can we can just kind of forget, you know, what what and in their language, right? Yeah, yeah. So when when you first came to me, what was the problem? And right, but what was it that? Like, what were you, you were waking talking- up at three a.m. saying? You know exactly. that I didn't perhaps know that, and and to say it, I think what what you really have said too is so key is in their language. Now, um, of, of course, an ideal client will speak your language as well. So there will be some alignment with it. But really just just having that sense of where people can really align and just resonate with, oh, my gosh, you know, intuitively, that is what I'm saying to myself, that they feel so connected to you. I would feel so connected if someone if someone is 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 having that in their mindset and then they see it someplace exactly. where you're drawing people in, right? It's, there's this immediate familiarity and connection. There's this energetic kind of connection. So I love that. And I love yeah. your your information on that. Yeah. And it's also, you know, like it's, it's also telling them right away that you like, Hey, you know, like what's your biggest barrier? 
to mm-hmm. hitting six figures or, you know, what's, you know, what's stopping you from all the clients that you want mm-hmm. you know, or you, like you, you can create these questions or what's your coaching superpower? Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's your market readiness score? You can, you can create um, a, a quiz hook, as we say, um, or a, you know, a question that starts out, starts your conversation in a way that they say, oh my God, I so need to know that. Like I I just woke up and I just lost sleep over this question. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. So what about gap two? I know we'll be able to cover a few here today, not all of them, but we do have an amazing offer that you provided that you're going to go into deep more, uh, go into deeper. So everybody just hold on to your hats here as, and just really allow yourself to just really let this information in because, you know, there's no accident you're listening to this podcast here today. So, you know, you've been asking for support and help. Well, you've been asking for a sign. So here you go. So what's gap two? Uh, Gap two is understanding I call it the coffee chat. So understanding what that that pathway is from the problem that they have to the solution that you offer. Because what entrepreneurs tend to do is they identify the 3 a.m. question, say, hey, you have this question, and immediately say, I have an answer. I just need your credit card and we can get going, (laughs) right? And it's a little like proposing marriage on a first date. Mm-hmm. It's a little abrupt and it's a little creepy because how do you know that you have the answer to this? Like, how do they know that you have, you know, the ideal answers and, and solution to their problem? You haven't asked them anything about the problem, right. right? And and a lot of the problems that entrepreneurs solve for are quite big and complex. So there's not like, it's not one tiny, like pinpointed problem. There's usually several problems underneath the umbrella of the big, how do I make more revenue or how do I get more clients? Or, you know, um, you know, is my, you know, what is my market readiness score? That kind of thing. Um, so asking a few questions and taking people along a little bit of a self-discovery journey on asking them where they are in the process. So for example, if you're a business coach and you help um, businesses scale, from six to seven figures, there are a few questions that you likely ask. Things like, how long have you been in business? You know, do you have a team in place? Uh, do you have IT systems and processes? Um, describe your mindset when it comes to, you know, being a millionaire. You know, like questions like that, where your client can kind of go from, okay, what's stopping me from scaling? Okay, I've been in business for this long. I have this many team members. Ooh, my IT systems, yeah, they they need help. I'm I'm kind of, you know, a little behind on that. My mindset is I'm not sure I can get there. Okay. And then what I really want at the end of the day is is a seven-figure business. And then, you know, they've kind of gone on a little bit of a journey to talk themselves through to what could potentially be a solution, then you can offer them a solution saying, you know what, based on what you're struggling with and what you've told me, you you know, it's probably mindset that we need to work on. Or maybe mm. it's, you know, for, for Sharon, it's mindset for, um, for Steven, it might be the IT systems and for Patty, it might be the, the team building, but you can actually, you know, now you can connect the problem that they have with a solution 
and now invite them to further information about your solution. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. So again, just kind of the, the idea of taking one next step from each of these gaps. So what might be one next step people could take um, on this particular gap? Because I think that's great, you know, to be able to um, really discern from people, like what is it that that's going on for them? And they ask those questions and not just assume, you know, it. well, it just must be, it, it just must be mindset always. It's always mindset, no matter yeah. what. And they may not even realize that it is, but that's part of the educational process. The activational process is to help them to see, oh, this is a lot more about mindset than I thought it was. Right. So what would be one next step that, that folks can take on that gap? So if you already have a discovery call or any kind of a strategic call that you start and an onboarding call, you probably already have these questions mm-hmm. um, that, that you're already asking. It's or, just you may, this, or they may not. Or you <laughs> may not. Yeah. Right. And you should, you know, like, like if you, if you think about um, and you sit down and you do this, this, um, this exercise where you have a really good friend and you're, you're going for coffee and they sit down and they say, I have this problem. And this is the problem, your 3am problem that you solve. So I have this problem and you have, you know, 10 minutes with this person and you need to get to know a little bit more about them so that you can offer a solution. What questions would you ask? Sit down and write those questions that you would ask if you were in that situation. You're sitting down for a coffee with a friend that has this problem. What questions would you ask to help them tell you a little bit more about what's going on so that you can deliver a solution to them or advice to them that makes sense? That would be a good start to to basically the quiz questions that will help people go from the problem that they have to, you know, telling you a little bit more about what's going on and and feeling like when they get a solution that it makes sense to them. Yeah, I love that because you know what you're actually doing when you do that is you're actually tapping in energetically to your soul clients. Yes. Right? When you when when you envision a coffee chat like that and your intention is to be able to support and serve, which is what we're doing here on this planet anyways, you know, then my sense of what you just said and I got goosebumps as I say it is that you're really tapping in energetically to those ideal soul clients. You're really have they're kind of tapping them on the on the shoulder energetically saying I want to support and serve you and you're you're visualizing it in this light easy way of going for coffee because that's really the energy you want to have with uh, anyone who buys your products or programs or services right that that connected um energy that agape kind of energy right so I think that is brilliant and it really does tap into that intuitive aspect of of really connecting it at an energetic level and and to have that that you know higher level conversation that soul to soul conversation yeah. um you can also have that soul to soul conversation and just say you know what tell me what your 3am problem is yeah and, tap and into journal that, that right? you know yeah. and and get into that and and journal that like you know that's another way to kind of tap into some of like, you know, how do you say that and and see what comes out of that? And then you can kind of back that up with a Google search or something like that if you, sure. you know, should want to. Yeah. Combine them. I mean, as you said, you know, combine the intuitive 
with the with uh, the intellectual i mean we need to have the inner and the outer working together that's where there's real incredible manifestation and and, and power when we combine those two together so that's brilliant yeah. so can do we have time um for one more gap sure, let's let's do it because <laughs> this is fantastic I, I love how you're you're giving some real actionable kind of things that people can take a little baby steps right like let's take a baby step here so what's the next gap so the next gap, the client, attra- it, it, it's, it's a little counterintuitive. It's a client attraction gap, but it's actually more of the conversion gap in the sense of follow-up. So we spend all this energy getting new people into our community, and then we don't follow up with them and we don't like, you know, continue to serve them. If they don't, you know, make a decision immediately, then they kind of fall off the radar screen, which is doing them an, an injustice. So what systems or, or you know, what processes do you need in place to make sure that you're following up with people? Um, and, and that's going to avoid any missed opportunities. It's going to avoid missed sales. It's going to make sure that you're, you know, nurturing your community and you're building something that you're going to be able to go back to. Um, and it's also going to make sure that you're building your email list um, in a way that, you know, continues to thrive and continues to be a, a great source uh, for your business. Uh, so, um, excuse me. So really making sure that you're following up um, with, with clients. And I'm not saying that it has to be hardcore sales and that you have to always go for the sale. I'm just saying, make sure that you understand when the sale process does come in or that conversation makes sense and, and continue with nurturing as well, you know, as inviting, inviting to the, you know, the, the membership or the, uh, next, you know, summit that you're on or, or things of that nature. So again, like what, so what might be one next step people can take one little baby step that they can start to take to begin to, cause you're setting the, we're setting the intention here for them to activate this. So mm-hmm. what might be one idea, one next step that they could take to be able to start moving forward on that? So I would say for, for those entrepreneurs and business owners out there is just review, review your, your nurture sequence uh, and your email sequence and and, you know, sometimes we put those together early in the days of our, our business mm-hmm. and we never look at it again. Right. So make sure to. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> make, make sure to like, you know, revise it and update it because your energy has changed and, and you know, what you've learned has changed and, and maybe how you approach things has changed. So I would say, you know, take a couple of minutes and just review that. And if you don't have one in place, take a few minutes and just even put a really short, sweet you know, quick, you know, sequence together that says, Hey, I received your information. This is great. Um, you know, here's some more information about me and, you know, can't, can't wait to continue further with this conversation. Yeah. I love that. And, and I love the idea of, you know, what kind of came to me as you were talking about that, what I, I was envisioning kind of putting yourself in the position of, you know, so you've just met this person, you know, you're just, you're dating, right? You just like barely have not even had a date, maybe even yet. Maybe you're just even considering dating. You know, what, how would you want to be communicated with? What would you want to know? Uh, you know, what would deepen the relationship and and always coming from a place of serving, right? Like, what can I do to serve this person? I, I always feel 
you know, I share with clients and students that, you know, if we come from this place of serving and we ask inner guidance to help us, like, what can I do to serve? Like, what would this sequence look like that would really feel good to me? You know, then, then, then we're tapping into that energy of those that really are our ideal clients. So I would, I would add that to what you're sharing here too, as well as just to really, really get a feel for like, what would really serve you, you know, and put yourself in those, in, in those perspective clients, those aligned people, put, put yourself in their, in their um, experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And I think that at the end of the day, nobody likes to be ghosted. Right. This so, is, so this is great. Don't, yes. Don't ghost people. Right. You wouldn't do it. At, like, I mean, if you met somebody at a party and, and or a cocktail reception or at a networking meeting and they said, you know, like, let's let's continue the conversation. Like, don't drop the ball on that kind of thing, because it's, it doesn't feel good. Like if somebody will remember and say, oh, yeah, we had a really good conversation. I wonder what happened there, um, because they never they said they were going to reach out and they never did like that. You just don't want that for your your brand or your your reputation. So make sure that you're, you know, you've got, and the easiest way to do this is to make sure you've got a system in place that makes it automatic for you. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And so we could talk all day and I would love to have you back to deepen this conversation. And once people have had an opportunity to also get your, um, your wonderful free gift, that's going to take them deeper into this. So I know we're going to have that on the episode page. So folks can go over there and get that, but can you share a little bit more Catherine about what it is, this um, generous gift that you're providing and how that can really support people in what we've, what you've been talking about? So basically it's it's a it's a tool for um entrepreneurs to use to understand what their client attraction gap might be. Mm. So it asks the questions about, you know, um what's going on with your business right now, how is your um, you know, lead uh generation and client attraction strategy going so far? Could you use more leads and clients and, you know, are you dealing with tire kickers and freebie seekers and so on? And and then based on those those questions um and the answers that you give um, we actually do provide a a whole deck, a whole report on. Okay, you're you know we we kind of diagnose your client attraction gap, mm. and then we talk about it, what it means, what the challenges are for having that gap, what solutions you can can immediately, as we talked about today, just immediately go after and and kind of start solving or bridging that gap, and then how you know how something like a quiz can help you um, also bridge that gap. Um, so that comes in a report format that comes in a video that you can watch. And then obviously there are uh, emails that come up with that. So you're supported in a number of different ways to really tackle that, you know, that client attraction gap, because at the end of the day, you know, everyone needs clients and I want to make sure that you're getting your ideal clients. Well, I, I'm just so grateful to you because that is amazing. And I want to make sure everyone takes advantage of that because this is at the end of the day, like to me, it feels like a core foundation kind of, you know, like you're, you're, you're building your, your house on something stable because everyone talks about the idea of, you know, how can I attract more clients? Well, you've really, and I love when you talk about diagnosing the client attraction gap. I mean, if you were having some kind of symptoms in your body and you go to some practitioner, health practitioner, wellness practitioner, you know, they're going to help you help you diagnose that. So I love that language because that's the idea. It's just, it's not judging. It's not, 
it's not um, overwhelming. It's just you supporting them into a diagnosis and then and then providing them just like the wellness practitioner would with whatever they were going to provide that would support them to the, the condition and the experience they want to have. So I, I just absolutely love that. So again, that's on the episode page, everybody. You can go over there and get that. And um, Catherine, do you, is there anything you want to say in closing here today to folks? Um, yeah, so my 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 soul's kind of um, mantra, if you will, is that, you know, I, I do believe that curiosity is the secret to mm-hmm. to success in your business and to doubling your clients. So get curious, get curious, ask questions, um, tap into your inner guidance and make sure, you know, ask your your ideal clients for for their feedback, um, whether that's energetically or, or that's actually, you know, by, you know, sending out an email or um, and yeah, just get get super curious as to what's going on and what is the struggle and how can I help and how can I serve? And maybe there's a bundle I can put together or maybe there's, you know, a, a class that I can put on or, you know, like, and, and have fun with it. Yeah. Well, that's the key is really to bring that light energy. And the other thing you said that I just really acknowledge is the idea of how can I serve? Because when you ask that question, how can I serve and for the highest good, I mean, that includes you, us and the highest good, right? And then just, we will get those downloads. We will get that intuitive guidance of what to do uh, tactically, you know, what actions to take. It's just so incredibly powerful from coming from that intention of how we can serve. So you just are such a light. I'm so grateful for your work. I'm so excited to download this myself. I love this. And I just think this is going to be so amazing. I know so many people that you've worked with on their quizzes. And so I just was so excited to have you on. So thank you so much for, for your support and your service and, and just being with us here today. We just so appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me, Sharon. It's been it's been a lot of fun. And, um, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, we'll see you back here next time, everybody. We see you living lives of love, joy, peace, health, prosperity, and always, always. We'll see you back here next time, everybody. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, One of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com slash masterclass.